What is up, everybody to the nations worldwide? This is the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money, living that digital nomad lifestyle. We are your hosts, Mike Kletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a digital nomad lifestyle, traveling the world while earning an income. Get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other. Listen how others struggle and thrive in their personal and business lives all while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. This month, we are diving into the world of travel blogging. So be sure to check out our travel blogging tutorial in our podcast. Or you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash to the nations worldwide click the like button and join our jack of all trades guide to creating a travel blog here we take you step by step to create your own travel blog from creating a website choosing a niche writing content gaining exposure and eventually monetizing your blog in today's episode we talk with travel bloggers nathan and amy of two drifters Two Drifters.us and Instagram at Two Drifters XO. They discuss how they met in a hostel, grew their relationship through travel and freelancing while keeping their blog up to date. So, without wasting any more time, here's our interview with Nathan and Amy. Today, we are joined by Nathan and Amy of Two Drifters. Nathan and Amy are a couple from the US who are united by travel, married, and continue to travel around the world together. You can find them at www.2drifters.us. Hello, Nathan and Amy. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So let us just get started by uh, introducing you guys a little bit and uh, just how did you guys meet and uh, how did everything evolve? I know you guys have a really interesting story. We do. Um, we met in a hostel, which is, you know, perfect for a travel couple. Yeah. We met in a hostel in Edinburgh in 2011. Mm. And um, we both happened to be there on different, you know, separate travel, separate trips. But we both chose the hostel, one, because it was super cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the other reason was that it used to be a, a converted it's a converted church, so um, ah. we both thought that was neat. Like, it had yeah. stained glass. Um, other than that, it was your average, like, dingy hostel. And we <laughs> happened to be in the same dorm room, um, a very small cramped dorm room. And, yeah. Yeah, um, we started hanging out, and um, we left. both left town a couple of days later, but we kept in touch. Mm-hmm. And then later on that same trip, we met up in London. Um, and just kind of stayed in touch ever since. And then once, once we were both back in the States, uh, we connected, um, I was in North Carolina and she was in Vermont. Um, but I came up to visit her and then that's, uh, that's when we became official. Yeah. Nice. 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 That's great guys. Uh, so, uh, how long ago did you guys get married? How long have you been married? Oh, we've been married, um, Almost a year and a half. Oh, <laughs> we got good. married last April. A year and a few months. Nice. <laughs> and did you guys get married? 
Yeah. Did you guys get married on the road or did you go back home? Um, we actually, we spent a year, well, a little more than a year living in Asheville, North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, because we knew we were going to get engaged um, and to get married while we were there. So we took some time off from traveling to do the whole wedding thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you two are from different parts of the state. So did you do two weddings or how did you work that out? Oh. Uh-huh. It, no, we just did one wedding, and everybody uh, everybody made their way down. Okay. Um, we were, our families, you know, we're both from the East Coast, so uh, most people were able to make it. Yeah. Um, nice. It was a pretty good turnout. Yeah, and um, it was a destination wedding for other people. We lived in Asheville, but it's such a nice area mm-hmm. that people were really excited. And they, you know, a lot of people had never been there or hadn't even really heard of it, and right. they loved it. We really loved it. We miss it, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So why did you start a travel blog? And uh, when when in this timeline did you start one? Oh, um, I think think it was um, was a little after we met. um, 2014. Yeah, it was maybe, actually, I think it was officially like 2013. We sort of had the idea... um, for the first year and a half we were together, we were actually doing long distance. Okay. Because I um, was going to grad school in Scotland. Ironically, mm. I just went back to Scotland because I loved it so much. <laughs> um, and Nathan was doing some traveling. And um, I think we were just like, let's, you know, we both love to write and take pictures. Like, maybe we can do something even though we're apart to, like, you know, feel connected. Mm-hmm. But we didn't we didn't really do anything with it. Yeah. We just sort of had the idea. We might have um, we might have written a blog post or two, but I I, I want to say we officially started in yeah 2014. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's I think that's really when it, it came together and became a real blog. Gotcha. And had some kind of direction. Yeah. And then where did the name Two Drifters come from? Hmm. Well, <laughs> um, you know, do you know the song Moon River? I Maybe you don't. <laughs> don't actually know. Who sings uh, that? So, you know, I don't know who originally sang it, actually. Okay. It's a very old song. Um, the place it's famous in, it, the movie it's famous in is Breakfast at Tiffany's. Okay. Um, it's just this pretty little lullaby type song, but it has lyrics, two drifters off to see the world. There's such a lot of world to see. Gotcha. And actually, when we thought of it, I um, was really shocked that there was not already a blogger couple with that name. Mm-hmm. In the, I've actually seen some pop up in the years since. Yeah. But um, we're the only ones who have gone the distance. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite a like a long term thing a blog if you want to really you know. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a great. And who who did the logo? The logo is really interesting. Oh, um, that balloon. Um, my friend and um, also my maid of honor in my wedding. She's an artist in Burlington, Vermont. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just told her what we kind of had in mind. We like the vintage sort of style. And yeah. she, she just came up with that. She's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really great. It looks like it would make a great tattoo. <laughs> I thought about getting it on, on myself. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might still do that. <laughs> All right. So this is just a bit of an intro just to get us to know each other a bit, but uh, now we like to go into the first part where we like to warm up our guests with some questions that reveal a bit about themselves and their travels. 
So let's just jump right into this. And uh, okay. where were you last? Where are you now? And where are you traveling to next? Um, the the last overseas place we were outside of the U.S. was in Romania. Um, we stayed there for a few months, uh, mostly in Brasov. Right. And um, we, you know, kept up the blog while we were there and, and saw the sites. And we weren't really exactly sure w- what the next step was. Um, and mm-hmm. we've actually ended up coming back to the States now for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We're living in New Hampshire. Uh, just uh, to have a little stability, I think, for a while and mm-hmm. to try to, to build the blog into a more sustainable business yeah mm-hmm. um and you know to have some some routine uh and then as for where we're traveling to next we're really not sure um you know we tossed ideas around for you know what what happens when uh our lease ends. when our lease ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah but it, it's really nothing definite maybe latin america latin um, america yeah, yeah. Oh, i see <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'd like to uh, dust off my Spanish skills. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's it. A... But for now, we're just traveling around New England. Like, there's so much that's here, you know. Yeah. And it's so drivable. Um, And then, actually, on Friday, we're heading down to visit family across the East Coast. So, we're taking Perfect. sort of a long three-week road trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So during your travels together, what's been the most rewarding experience that you guys can think of? Um, we think that probably uh, when we went to Australia um, was our best. Yeah. yeah. As like an, an overall experience, um, we went there on a work visa. So we were there for about six months um, mm. and we were, we both are, our Secondary jobs, we both work online, so we were able to keep up those jobs while we traveled. And so we rented a van and basically crossed the continent in mm. the van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and nice. um, Yeah. It was really, for us, it was like a, it really solidified our relationship. Yes. Yeah. In terms of, like, we really were just together in a van all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there was yeah. no, like, there was no... uh running or hiding from from issues yeah we really uh became a lot became i mean we were already close but i think we we became closer yeah Yeah, and And then it's a yeah go ahead so and then it's a really it's a really beautiful country and and, Mm -hmm. um samus there and it's enormous so yeah and we drove like i think nathan's dad figured it out once we drove like the length of alaska to florida like (laughs) Wow. Like that. Wow. That much we saw. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> There's nothing like travel to really solidify a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Or to bust one up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. I don't think that happens most of the time, but I think, you know, if you're going to last, if you're going to be a long-lasting relationship, like, that's kind of a crucible for testing it. Like, mm-hmm. if you can't. Yeah. handle those kinds of challenges regular life or like mm-hmm. the mundane things are going to be worse <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah now that kind of leads into our next part before we get there i i have to bring it up uh we've all had them are the the embarrassing the awkward the hilarious travel experiences while we're out there on the road 
What's one of yours? We don't really have anything embarrassing, <laughs> but we do have funny things. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe we we don't have. I just we haven't had anything embarrassing happen, but we're always laughing at stuff that goes wrong. Um, but probably the, the funniest thing that I can think of was when we were in Australia. We did house sitting for a couple months, mm-hmm. um, and we really kind of bit off more than we could chew. Like we were in charge of this big property um, that was like a big fancy house. But we had a cow and an alpaca to take care of. Yeah. Um, plus chicken, dog, wow. cat. Um, and it was a handful. But uh, the cow was really, I guess, lonely. <laughs> so he would escape like every day. <laughs> he would somehow get out of his pen. And um, so there's all these situations where Nathan and I were like running down back roads in Australia, like waving at the cow <laughs> to try to get it to come back. Yeah. And then... The cow, whenever it left, the alpaca was like, I'm going to go too. So, like, we would be chasing a cow and an alpaca. Oh, no. We had we tried all these ridiculous things to get it back. Like, um, we would take hay in our hand and, like, try to just, you know, coax it back in. Yeah. Um, finally, we had to drive on, like, the 4x4 four four <laughs> and, like, kind of just, like, drive <laughs> back into the Steer it back, back to the yeah. farm. So, two, like, at the time, it was crazy. Yeah. Do you two have any previous farming experience, or was that, like, <laughs> was that your first experience right there? <laughs> That's pretty much that was, it. That was yeah. new, right? Uh, <laughs> I um, did, uh, for a little bit, I did, um, there's an organization called uh, Workers on Organic Farms. Mm-hmm. Woof is the short version of it. And so I, I did, uh, you know, a few weeks of that, but, you know, that was kind of minimal stuff like you know it, yeah there's a lot of skill involved in farming <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure and chickens yeah. are not fun to take care of we no. no. terrible <laughs> <laughs> all right so moving on to the next part of our podcast just uh talking about relationships and uh traveling as a couple um how do you feel well i, I guess we've already kind of talked about this but how do you feel traveling has affected your relationship? Ours. Um. I think, well, in so many ways, it's just like the best memories we've had, which in and of itself is so great. And that's one reason we would definitely encourage like all couples that we know to mm-hmm. travel. Um, but it definitely, it's just kind of the cliche things, I guess, like it made us better at communicating. Um, you know, in a way we were traveling together before we, we never really traditionally dated. So like right away we were like in a tent together or in a camper van together. So like any issues that we had, like any personal quirks or flaws, like they would come to a head and we would have to sort them out, which probably made us, you know, more I don't know just like better understanding of one another and like understanding the other's needs like and we realized quickly that you can't you have to like force yourselves to take time apart you know even if you are in a in a van you need to you know go for a walk or whatever Mm -hmm. because it's really important to have that alone time um but yeah we've loved Mm -hmm. all our adventures Mm -hmm. yeah it's a lot of um 
we kind of have a, a large body of shared experiences mm. yeah. that, um, you know, they, you know, the, the things you go through, they change you. And when you're together, they kind of change you both together. Right. And, um, yeah. So that has resulted in, uh, you know, closeness that might have taken us longer to, to get to otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really uh, traveling as a couple really builds, builds you up and, teaches you how to work together and uh yeah like you said become a better communicator and all these things yeah for sure mm-hmm. so what is the best destination you two have been to for couples or maybe just your favorite destination um our favorite is scotland <laughs> yeah yeah we I, I mean we've been back time and time again and like we would we would still go back Honestly, yeah. like there's so much we still haven't seen in the Highlands. And I think it's really just romantic. Like even you don't have to try to make it romantic. It just is romantic. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of feels like a, a fairy tale or like an old myth. It's, um, you know, it's almost always misty and cloudy. And that just to me is kind of storybook. Right. And I just love right. it. <laughs> um, there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's the outdoors, you know, with, with the highlands, and um, mm-hmm. then there's, you know, old cities with, uh, you know, just castles. It, it's mm-hmm. just, uh, just a whole combination of, of romantic stuff. It's, yeah. it's, it's enchanting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. you been? I, I've never, we've never been actually, neither it's of us, so but, good. uh, yeah, <laughs> it definitely looks really interesting. Yeah. Everyone goes, I feel like a lot of people are going to Iceland these days. Yeah, we hear that a lot. Yeah. We haven't yeah. been there, but I still would prefer Scotland. I still would suggest Scotland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so the two of you would go somewhere you've already been before? That's not a problem with you? Um, you know, that's a good question because you know, there's always limits, like there's limited time and limited money, like mm-hmm. probably given the opportunity to go elsewhere, we would choose it because we have been back to Scotland mm-hmm. like four times now. Right. Um, but I do feel like a pull. I don't know. Do you feel that much of one? Yeah. Well, I feel like we'll go again at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. But um, in the near term, uh, there's just so much other stuff. You know, more stuff than we'll ever, for ever sure. see. So, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it feels more urgent in a way, I guess, to yep. see uh, different things. Yeah. So wrapping this part of the interview up, uh, do you have any advice for a couple travelers out there? Uh, any last words for uh, relationships and traveling and anything like that? Yeah, um, I'd say... You know, the, the experiences that you have when you travel, try to, uh, accept them as they come, um, and, and for what they are, uh, and don't have too many specific expectations if you mm-hmm. can help it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if for what a place will look like or what you'll do when you're there or how mm-hmm. you'll feel, mm-hmm. um, you know, these things, uh, things never really turn out quite like you expect and they can turn out better. Um, yeah, but it, it's good to try to be open to the world as mm-hmm. you go through. Yeah, it. I'm really I can be guilty of that because I 
I tend to think, oh, this is the only time we'll be in, you know, Peru or whatever. It has to be the best time. Like, mm-hmm. or this is our honeymoon. It has to be so romantic. <laughs> but like the more you try to like make something a certain way, the less it'll actually turn out because right. you're stressing yourself out and you're not, you're like missing what's actually happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Excellent advice, guys. Um, finally, this is our, uh, the final part, but it's, it's also the part that we really want to inspire couples, uh, to live a more digital nomad lifestyle or incorporate travel more into their relationship somehow. Mm-hmm. And this is where uh, we want to give some advice to our listeners and uh, and help them in that sense. So um, I know uh, the two of you, you have mentioned earlier about this, but tell us a little bit about um, getting away from your blog aspect, but more towards your uh, jobs while you're while you're abroad. What do you do for that? Um. Well, I work as a copywriter. Mm-hmm. Um. Which some people don't actually know what it is. Basically, I write, um, it, it can actually mean a lot of different things. For me, yeah. it's, um, I'm a copywriter and a content writer, really. I do blog posts, um, and website content. Okay. Website copy for businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a handful of different clients and I've written about like all different things. So I don't really specialize. Um, gotcha. you know, it's always great when I can write about travel. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, that's my main thing. And I started out on um, a site called Upwork. Okay. Which was great um, when I did it, but it's easy to get stuck there. The rates are really bad, like mm. can be, can be pretty bad and low. Um, I think for people trying to really um, earn a good income, it's it should just be a stepping stone. And there's so many ways now you can write online. Right. So it's just like a first step thing is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then that led into you eventually gathering some clients and uh, and creating your own portfolio and everything? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so um, now they sometimes find me, but mostly I, I just pitch to various um, businesses that I source online. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much, you know, I think pitching is key. Mm-hmm. You never know who's going to need your services. Mm-hmm. And um, there's, so you, do you do this by email when you pitch? Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing like showing your copywriting abilities by pitching in an email, right? True, yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't really make many grammatical errors. <laughs> <if you wanna. laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah. For sure. Um, but it's fun. I've done some really random things. Like I, especially when I was starting out, I wrote like copy, like product descriptions for crazy contact lenses. Okay. Which is very unique. Yeah. I feel like they had tiger yeah. stripes on the eyes and stuff. Wow. And I had to write like 150 words for each Dollar product. signs on the eyes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so I'd be, I'd be really... So did they send you some free dollar sign contract? Oh my gosh, that would be so funny. No, I would not put those in my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And and Nathan, what do you do for yourself? Um, I have my job's kind of related. I'm a copy editor. Okay. Um, So I work uh, for a company online um, Mm -hmm. that has a remote staff. Uh, 
And basically, I work on documents ranging from uh, academic papers to, you know, business to fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I've been doing for a few years now. Um, okay. And it's been it's been really great. It's, it's been very flexible in terms right. of the amount of work that I take on, um, right. which kind of lets me scale up or down. Mm-hmm. And I need to uh, work more on the blog or on some other projects. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's been pretty good. Um, I haven't, there, there's a lot of people who do that and who essentially freelance, um, but I've just been sticking with the same company. For sure. Um, and, because it's worked out so well. And not to get like, into too many personal details with the company, but did you look for this job as an outlet to be able to afford to go traveling for long periods of time? being that you can work while you're abroad or did you is this something that just came about um well i did it backwards i was abroad and <laughs> oh, okay. really needed money yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and basically just i i basically just searched over the whole internet like okay how can i like squeeze money out of the internet for sure and yeah. um i applied for this company and um some time went by and i basically forgot about it uh, but then, you know, one day I got an email and they sent me their trial assignment and I, I, uh, you know, worked real hard on that for 24 hours and, uh, <laughs> got the job. So it, nice. it was really, really good time. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Nathan's much more detail oriented. I could never do the proofreading and the editing. Yeah. It's good to be, it's good to be obsessive compulsive. <laughs> So that's a really great compliment between the two of you. And uh, it's really interesting that, you know, you guys are working on this while living abroad. You guys are uh, saving money by house sitting uh, to lower mm. your travel costs. And, and you guys are also doing this blog all at the same time. How do you juggle all this? Oh, we work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm serious, actually. <laughs> no, we, we do work a lot. Like, yeah. um. I forgot what weekends are at this point, but um, it is a constant, a constant struggle to find the time to really do it all. You know, sometimes one or the other thing has to suffer mm-hmm. a bit, but, um, you know, it's easier to work on the blog because we really enjoy it mm-hmm. and, you know, it's like more of a passion. Yep. Nothing against the copywriting and the editing, but, you yep. know, it's much more fun writing about travel and taking photos yeah. And everything like that. But um at the moment we, we have gotten a lot better about organizing ourselves. We we really try to have a schedule every day for ourselves because mm-hmm. you know, when you work at home it's too easy to just sleep in and be lazy. Right. You know, nobody is there like that is gonna yell at you if you don't right. get up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um so it can be really bad if you don't, you know, have the discipline. So, you know, we're very disciplined about um, the times we work usually. And mm-hmm. um, so that's been helpful. And then just knowing, like, which things to prioritize on the blog. Yep. You know, at this point, we can't we can't be on every platform, like every social media platform all the time, you know. Um, and that's the thing, right? <laughs> choosing choosing the right social media for, platform for you, you and your blog and in focusing mm-hmm. on that and you know yeah. what if, if you can't branch out to do two three four different platforms then you know be a bit more choosy right yeah that, right yeah definitely yeah 
so then, yeah, transferring over to the blog then, uh, who takes care of different aspects of the blog, or do you guys kind of split roles? Like, who does the the writing, the photography, the uh, social media platforms? How do you guys split that up? Um, I do most of the writing. Okay. Pretty much. Um, and then Nathan does most of the photos. Okay. And then the social media, we split kind of down the middle. Um mm-hmm. We just, you know, I take a couple platforms. He takes a couple platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's how we've come to to do it. Um, and uh, the photography, since we're in New Hampshire right now, and we're not, we're taking small trips, but we're not overseas. The photography's a little light at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, I, I take most of the pictures um, when we're out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Amy's the main writer. Mm-hmm. And I do Instagram mostly. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the comments on there, it's usually me replying. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Nathan, your photos are really interesting. They have, uh, I almost want to say like a vintage feel to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's, it's really cool. I really like it. Like, uh, the, um, uh, maybe it's it's your editing or how however you do it, but it, they have a really uh cool vibe to them. Each and every one of them, it's really Thank interesting. You. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we tried to edit. Um, we used Lightroom. We tried to edit. Um, not overly much, but mm-hmm. enough to to sort of give it a feeling kind of like that. Um, and then. My primary interest, or really our primary interest when we take pictures is mostly older stuff. Like, right. you know, castles, older architecture, landscapes, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, kind of less of the modern parts of our surroundings. So that, right. that probably brings some of that feel to it, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're, I think it's a combination of, I mean, your co- composition, the way you edit your photos. It, it has... It makes me want to travel. <laughs> oh, yay. Yeah. <laughs> done our job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so continuing with your blog, uh, how, how do you guys get subscribers and, uh, how do you guys drive traffic to your website? Do you have any tips and tricks you want to share? Sure. Um, my, I don't know if I have any tricks, (laughs) but my tip at this point in the blogging journey is I wish I had started focusing on SEO a lot earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, When we first started out, uh, I wrote a lot of sort of personal journalistic style stuff, Um, you know, while still giving people information like where to go, how to get there, whatever. But um I didn't focus anything on like keywords or, you know, answering travel questions. And that is a problem because, you know, you're not going to get found unless you have a huge social media following. You're Mm -hmm. not going to get found on, on, on Google or other search engines unless you are really using SEO like to its maximum benefit. So I've really started doing that for our blog in like the past six months and like the traffic has really increased a lot and it's steady and you know I can see where it comes from like I I understand now um you know how to actually 
research keywords and pick the right words for the post and like focus on it. So I actually feel like now I'm writing better, more informative posts that people mm-hmm. are actually reading. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's my biggest tip for anyone who's new to blogging would be to really learn what SEO is. And it's not, it's not as impossible as it sounds mm-hmm. like when, you know, if I don't know, it can feel really intimidating at first. Mm-hmm. There's all these terms and everything, but it's really just, like using keywords in, in the you know, right amount yeah. in the right places, you know. <laughs> right, right. And um, yeah, I think that's really important because it, it's such an easy thing to overlook and say, you know, especially when you're starting your blog to just skip over and say, you know what, maybe I, I'll be found on social media or all these other platforms. But hmm. SEO is is extremely important and it, it shouldn't be glossed over and even just knowing mm-hmm. the basics can be, mean a big difference, right? Totally. And social mm-hmm. media, like, could be gone tomorrow. Not that, you know, like, things like Facebook, they're probably going to go the distance, you know. Mm-hmm. There's probably no chance that's going to disappear. But, you know, sometimes platforms come and go. Like, look at Vine. That doesn't even exist anymore, right? And people right. built their whole, like, careers on it, some video makers. Um so, like, putting all your eggs in one basket with social media can be scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't think Google's going anywhere. <laughs> right. So, the basic internet. So, I think, um, you know, doing SEO and, and really building your subscriber list is really important. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, we, we focus a lot on Pinterest because that's a big traffic driver. Okay. Yeah. Especially for, like, our target audience, which is um, mostly women, about... Mm-hmm. Uh, ages 30 to 35, something like our ages. <laughs> gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. they're all on Pinterest and they're using it to search for things and it's really good for blogs. Yeah. The other thing I recommend. <laughs> yeah. And, and exactly choosing the platform that your, your target audience is going to be on is, is just as important. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That, that's awesome. Thank you so much for the advice. I'm sure. Everyone's going to really appreciate it. So what's <laughs> next for the two drifters? Uh, are you guys working on anything in particular? Any products you're going to release or just continuing with the blog and uh, keeping that continual? Yeah, I think that's most of um, keeping the blog going, um, sort of preparing for the next uh, step internationally, whatever that turns out to be, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and uh, trying to, you know, Build some more momentum with mm-hmm. uh, with uh, what we're doing and all our all our various projects. Mm-hmm. Excellent, nice. Okay, well, there you have it, Nathan and Amy from <laughs> Two Drifters sharing their travel stories with you today on To the Nations Worldwide Travel Couple Podcast. I want to say a special thank you to Nathan and Amy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan and Amy. Yeah, that was really awesome, guys. Uh, just to end this interview, where should our listeners check you out? What's the best way to reach you? And uh, yeah, everything. Um, number one would be on the blog, yep. uh, twodrifters.us. Mm-hmm. Um, and second, I'd say head on over to Instagram. We're at twodriftersxo. Thank you to all of our listeners out there to the nations worldwide. We cannot express our appreciation enough for listening to this episode. Visit us at podcast.tothenationsworldwide.com slash EP3. That stands for episode three. 
to view the show notes for this particular episode. Be sure to check out more of our podcast episodes. Leave a comment on the page and we'll be sure to get back to you. If you would be so kind, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We'll make sure to consistently deliver you valuable information about the world of travel. This is Mike Fletz and Natalie, hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide.